We made my favorite album I've ever made. I'm calling it a pop record. This album is called 1989. Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to Save On Me and welcome to Counting Time Till 1989. I hope you're doing great and I hope you're excited for this episode. So if you have listened to my Countdown to Speak Now podcast series or if you're involved in the Swifty community at all you will probably recognize this name we have Alexis back with us which I'm very excited uh, she was on our speak now project because she is such a cool Swifty like she's done such cool things with her account um and 1989 is really her album she's claimed it it's hers we're all good. And so I had her back on. I messaged her and she graciously was like, heck yes, I want to come back on. So we have her today to talk about 1989 TV and everything that she's excited about and just her favorite aspects, basically just to geek out about 1989. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and let's get to talking with Alexis. Okay, everybody, for the second time on Say La Me, we have Alexis on. Hi. <laughs> okay, if y'all are unfamiliar with Alexis, where have you been? But also go listen to the Countdown to Speak Now episode that I put out with her, and she gives a little bit of detail into like her account and Swifties and all of that. So this episode is going to be a pure 1989 and 1989 Taylor's version episode. So Alexis, tell me what it means to you to relive this era and being the ultimate 1989 fangirl, like the feelings that you're experiencing right now um lots of feelings I'm very very excited um I I remember like back in I want to say like 2021 everyone after Fearless Taylor's version was like okay 1989 is next it has to be we got all the easter eggs and clues we thought and we were kind of sold and so it's been a long time coming (laughs) um so I'm very very excited Um, It means a lot to relive this era in particular. Um, A lot of things happened for me in my life during the original 1989 era. Um, I was 14 going on 15 during that era. Um, And I just started high school. So a lot of the high school antics were happening. And um, the album kind of summarized everything I was going through that year. So personally, it was a really monumental album for me. And then my Swifty life was also kind of crazy. Um, I went to New York for the first time during the 1989 era. Um, and that's where I met her was on 1989 release day in New York outside of Good Morning America. So it, it's very full circle. It's a lot to handle. (laughs) Um, but I'm very, very excited and overwhelmed in the best way possible. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I think you take to Twitter every day with like a new thought on like how grateful you are that the this album's being re-released. Yeah. Um, so back up to 2014, what were your immediate thoughts hearing uh, the original 1989 um, and just kind of like how did that take root in your life? Like how did that album become so, besides meeting Taylor on release day, um, how, how did that become so special? Um, oh gosh, so I was in New York when it dropped. I was with my Thea, who um, was the one who introduced me to Taylor when I was seven. So it was a very, it was a crazy moment. Now looking back in retrospect, it's very symbolic, but 
Um, we were in our hotel room um, at like 4 a.m. on October 27th when it dropped. And um, the first song that I remember listening to, because we already had Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York came out a week before I actually flew to New York, which was <laughs> in itself a lot. But um, <laughs> me and my Thea were getting ready to like go downstairs to Times Square and like go do the Good Morning America thing and camp out and all the things. And so we were getting ready. And I remember my Thea in front of like one of those huge, long, like floor to ceiling mirrors on the floor. We click play on blank space. And I remember it was like the line that was like, um, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. And both of us were like, oh my God, she is a genius. Like it was just <laughs> um, like crazy. Like I remember that song in particular being like, oh my God, she is incredible. <laughs> because still to this day, I think Blank Space is very overlooked because it was a single um, and it's very like cliche, but like I love that song. I feel like that song is just insane. And so that's the one that I remember having like an actual reaction to like, oh my God. Um, and then that entire day after I met Taylor, we just went like around New York and listened to the rest of the album being tourists. And it was, it was crazy. And so that album meant a lot in that aspect. And then when I got home, like I was back in high school doing the whole thing and going through all the heartbreaks and all the things. So, um, I mean, even clean, like that's still like one of my favorite songs just because of like the memories I have with it and how much I felt so heard when listening to it as a 15 year old. Um, and even, like throughout the rest of high school, like it was just, I, I am very grateful that 1989 came out for me when it did. Yeah. Um, I remember listening to, all you had to do was stay, um, and the stay, that's what got me, just, like, I love this, yeah. but also just, like, maybe not at 14, 15, but later on, it was just, like, yeah. yep, all you had to do was stay, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. you had me, but yeah. maybe not, so I remember that song just being something that I related to a lot and still do, but, um, broadening it to the era in general, what are some things that stand out in your mind and anything you particularly love, like any, you know, viral moments or personal moments or anything? Um, the era was insane. Like looking back, I think I tweeted about this like yesterday or the day before I was going through like my Tumblr archives. And one of the posts was like a screenshot of a tweet of a picture of like security <laughs> guard outside with all of the Swiftness boxes like stacked and they were like loading them into her car. And I just saw that on Tumblr and I'm like, what a freaking world we were living in at that time. Like that's insane to think about now. Um, so obviously like the crazy connection that we had with Taylor during that era, I feel like is still unmatched. Like she was so like close to us at that time. And it was just such a, surreal moment like being on tumblr and all of the notices and the watching people meet her on the on tour and the swiftness stuff and this beginning of the secret session oh my god i remember <laughs> i remember when the london secret sessions happened i was in my kitchen and i like sobbed i was like oh my god what is happening <laughs> um and it was just it's just crazy looking back so those are like some fan moments that i think are will never be matched ever. Um, and then like personal moments. I mean, I went to the tour, which was amazing. Um, and then I also like met some really good friends during that era, like online, which I had never experienced before. Um, and like meeting up with fans at 
the shows and things like that. Like it was just very, very monumental. And one of that's why it's my favorite era is just because it's so much mm-hmm. happened and it was just so sentimental and amazing. Yeah, one of my favorite things about this like re-recorded like 1989 era was the Google Vault um, unlocking uh, mm-hmm. event that yeah. happened. Um, I loved that she went back and you know, Chai Sugar Cookies was something, and Swift Miss was something, <laughs> and Swifties, I love you, yeah. being something else. I was just like, she seems to know, like, yeah, that was the almost chronically online, had tons of connection to, like, tons of different people type of closeness era, um, uh, and it's just so special, especially just, I just remember that era being super fun, yeah, and just being, like, a lot of fun, so... No, I totally, and even watching the Swiftness video or something I do, it's kind of like become a Christmas tradition for me to watch oh, it. Oh, that's so Because it's so, it's so fun. Yeah. I really, really like that video. Yeah. So I, I was saying that I was listening to You Are In Love the other day, and I was like, why am I getting so emotional at like the beginning? And like, she hasn't even said anything. And I was like, oh, Swiftness, like, that's oh, yeah. why. Yeah. So you are celebrating this album, particularly because it is your favorite, but by you got a haircut and you got a new tattoo. So tell us about that. I did do that. Um, it was so the hair. I have always been very attached to my hair. Um, I've always had long hair, always. Um, I think I chopped it off, probably like a, a much longer than this. But um, I chopped it off before I moved to Japan a few years ago because I didn't want to deal with it. Um, and that was the shortest I had ever had it. Grew back very quickly. Was very content with my long hair. And then um, I kept seeing cute girls with short hair. And I was like, that's so cute. What's an excuse for me to, you know, pull the trigger and do it? Because I'm not going to force my, I, I mindfully will not put myself in that situation um, because I'm so attached to my hair. So I was like, okay, when 99 comes out, you got to commit. Let's do it. <laughs> um, and so that's what I did. Um, I love it. I think it was a good change. Um, and it's it- super cute. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I it, it was fun. I was shaking on the way to the hairdresser. So my husband was with me. I was so scared. <laughs> but <laughs> it was very fun. And then that same day, because I am crazy, I <laughs> booked my tattoo appointment um, for that afternoon. So I got my hair chopped off, then went straight to, I think I got Chipotle. And then I went straight to the <laughs> tattoo shop to get the paper airplane tattoo. Um, which I love. I loved that um, symbolism and everything. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a lot of changes in one day, but I w- I'm very happy that I did both of them. <laughs> did you decide on the paper airplane beforehand? Did you have several different concepts, and then you just chose paper airplane? Was or was it always like I'm getting a paper airplane? Oh, I had always thought about like what tailored tattoo I wanted. I only got started getting tattoos about like two years ago, so that was my third one. The paper airplane was my third one, um, and. I always knew that if it was a tailored tattoo, I wanted, originally I wanted um, all the monsters turned out to be just trees. Um, At that time, I was going through a lot of anxiety and I thought that that lyric kind of made sense to like the struggles that I had with anxiety, um, which happened to be from Out of the Woods. And so it wasn't really like a connection of going with the paper airplane. I just knew that the paper airplane was really symbolic in the 1989 era. And I didn't know if I wanted like lyrics on me because I'm I like the little tiny 
like icons and symbols. Um, so I decided to go with the paper airplane. It just so happened that like my first thought a few years ago was like, if I ever get a Taylor tattoo, I want it to be all the monsters turned out to be just trees. Um, and it just so happened that the tattoo I actually got was from the same song. So <laughs> yeah, that definitely works. Yeah. Um, so you have been kind of known for your recreations of the Polaroids mm-hmm. of the original era. Yeah. Um, so tell us about that. Like how, how did you start recreating the photos? Like, I know you post like merch styling and all yeah. of that, but how did you start recreating photos? So I was really, really bored when I lived in Japan uh-huh. <laughs> and my husband was at work. I was alone at home and I was like, what can I do? <laughs> so um, I saw other Swifties like recreating Polaroids way back in the original era. And so I thought it was really cute. Um, and at that time I was clowning that 1989 would be released any second. So um, I just thought that it would be a fun little thing to do. And I was also really into TikTok at that time, still am. But um, at that time, I was really creative with it and doing all the things. So um, I wanted to film it too. So other people can like see how you can Mm -hmm. just recreate it in your normal house, not, you know, a New York, you know, penthouse. So um, I started doing it in my little townhouse in Japan, um, editing them. I mean, like, that's always been one of my passions is, like, photography and editing. So I just merged those two together and decided to do the with the Polaroid. So I thought it was really cute. Um, now I'm, like, I'm kind of struggling because I recreated a lot of them a few years ago, and then I wanted to try and do it mm-hmm. again this year. And I'm, like, I don't have the same touch. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> So, but it was really fun. Um, I think everyone should go do that because it's super fun and super cute. <laughs> no, it's so cute. I love that you um, had like the wall and the line of Polaroids <laughs> and it was just like in the same like orientation as Taylor had it. And it was just, it was so cute. It was like Taylor Swift Polaroids, Alexis version. Like, okay. I don't know. It was so cute. <laughs> so going to the current 1989 TV re-recording sphere, what are your thoughts on like vinyl covers and potential merch track lists anything like oh my god okay so when the i was very notorious for like before 1989 taylor's version was released i was like all i need is a polaroid on that cover i don't care what it is i just want a polaroid the single cover for wildest dreams taylor's version scared me a little (laughs) so i was very like i just need it to be a scanned polaroid i don't care what position she's in i don't care if she's recreating the whatever i just need it to be a polaroid and i was very hardcore on that one when she released the 1989 taylor's version cover I was absolutely blown away. I don't care that it's not even a Polaroid. It's so beautiful. And somehow like that cover serves the same nostalgia as the first one. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if it's just because I'm emotionally attached or what, but to me, like, it's so good. It's so amazing. I love it so much. It's a brighter version and I just, I, I love it. And then the variants of course are beautiful. My favorite is the Rose Garden one. I love that one. Um, and yeah, so those, the covers, the variants, all the things I am just in love with what she did. And the fact that like inside the fold of the vinyl, we just found out that it's like the kind of like film roll kind of looking photos, which I love. They they got it on the nail with that. I was surprised that it wasn't a Polaroid because Polaroids are just so like, 
strong like they just have a very strong look to them yeah and i was like okay like it's definitely gonna be a polaroid yeah. but like i don't know what of um and then it just wasn't but it was perfect like yeah. it's not because you're emotionally attached it's just because it's a great photo because like i am emotionally attached but i'm not like super mm-hmm. you know oh my gosh my favorite album ever yeah but i'm still like i don't know how this is so different yet accomplishes like the same purpose yeah. but like, yeah. i love the sunlight hitting her face and i love like her smile like yeah. I love all of it yeah like it's amazing so good so tell me about the night of the 1989 like announcement what what was that like for you <laughs> were you like were you going into the show expecting there to be an announcement or what so fun fact um I was not at the closing night show I was at the August 7th so two days before um and I was in LA I was staying with my Thea I knew I had to be back to work that day. So like a responsible adult, (laughs) Um, I went back to Arizona, went to work um, and then got home ready. I I kind of expected it (laughs) because everyone was talking about it. And I was like, it's too perfect. Like there's no way that it's not going to happen. Um, And I almost actually preferred being home in my bed reacting to it coming out it just felt more like sentimental um just being alone and just like taking it all in and I really loved that moment um I was shocked in the aspect of I knew it was happening but like seeing the cover and then seeing the day that it's releasing was just a lot of emotions for me. Um, and I was a mess. Um, I, it, I can't explain. It was just, it was a lot to take in. What were you thinking when all the outfits were like blue? Were you like, uh. Yeah, so, so the Speak Now one came out first and I was like, okay, like it kind of looks blue. Like from the pictures I was seeing, um, it kind of looks blue. And so I was like, okay, like maybe it's just a new dress. Like maybe, I mean, it's not like in your face blue. So like, okay. And then when Folklore came out, I was like, oh my God. Um, Cause that's when everyone knew. And then you were expecting the blue 1989 set. And when that came out, I was like, she's a genius. She's absolutely, she has us wrapped around her finger. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it was increasingly getting more um extreme as the costumes went on <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like the night just like descended into <laughs> chaos um with everyone just being like it's blue the next thing is blue and just having everything be I mean Taylor knows how to put on like a good uh-huh. show and she also knows how to make an announcement so having the announcement being at yeah. show, like um just she just knows how to do it um but then with her post saying that the vault tracks are her favorites yeah. What was that for you? you I immediately was like, they're her favorites because they have features on them. Like I just knew I was like, there's Mm -hmm. features on them. She's excited. And like, these are her favorite because they're probably some of her friends. And I mean, like she has always been very um, proud of her features and like, this is my favorite. And you know, like, so I, I immediately thought that it was going to be full of features. Um, And I am very much for that, but seeing that they're not makes me very happy (laughs) no I was I was honestly hoping for no features um I don't know why I don't know that I even have a specific reason I was just kind of like this is such a Taylor Swift like this is your album 
I don't know. I can't even explain it, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but I was really hoping for no features. And then it was like, oh, no features. And I was like, yeah. yay, that's great. That works out well. Oh, yeah. I was very, very happy. I mean, like, I I love her features, but, um, ha- like, knowing that it's her favorite vault ever um, and it's no features just means that these songs are going to be insane and she's proud of, like, the writing and her work on them, which makes me so mm-hmm. insanely excited. So I am very, very, very happy that there's no features and it's just pure taylor <laughs> so what theories do you have or thoughts on because the vault um track uh <laughs> titles just got released um via the vault which is so much fun i loved doing that it was so fun but um what theories do you have on what they might sound like or... oh my goodness okay so i do have i i did claim a vault track i really am excited for the last one um that is is it over now um i think that is going to be very very good <laughs> i i think like to end the vault like that is a very big statement so i'm very excited for that one um obviously slut i did not expect her i that if you told my 14 year old self that there was a song that was supposed to be on 1989 called slut i would (laughs) i don't know what i would do um so i'm very excited to see what that one's like i i know people the conversation is that slut is going to be like a sad you know kind of uh work of how it felt during that time of her getting slut shamed and stuff like that but i honestly think that it is going to be more of a blank space type of beat and satire um and i think it's going to be like very serious in the lyrics and like how it felt but i think it's going to be very upbeat and not like melancholy and sad and um i hope it is i because if it's not, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah. But no, I hope it's, I hope it's very blank space yeah. uh, type because she has the opportunity to paint such a like kind of crazy image like blank space, oh. but also just have kind of a moral of the story within the song. I think so. I think that would be honestly amazing and can kind of serve to like what the media kind of feels like, even for like everyone now. Um, I mean, the social media is very scary and um harsh and i think it would kind of paint a light of and put the media in its place i think and i think that's needed especially now so i i cannot wait for that one and then all the others i mean i cannot i'm excited to see what suburban legends is about because reading the vault track i'm like okay it makes sense makes sense makes sense kind of goes with the theme and then suburban legends i'm like what is that about kind of gives me like last great american dynasty kind of vibes um Oh, mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what that one's about, too. No, I feel like everything's really intriguing, and I don't have any basis for any of my predictions. My predictions have been very uh, not reliable um, <laughs> in the past. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going to yeah. wait and see. But as far as, like, merch or events happening within this era, like, what are your hopes or, like, your wildest dreams of, like, what's going to oh happen like what would you want if you could have it oh my god um I think it would be really nostalgic for Taylor to go back on Tumblr for like maybe just like the release day just like a day because I mean I don't I I can put myself into her shoes and I don't know if she wants more social medias but um 
like just for one day, but the nostalgia of it, I think would be really cute. Um, merch, I, I uh, have never been a fan of, you know, get a crew neck, slap the album cover on it and call it a day. But for 1989, the cover is so dang good. I would love for, for a whole line of just slap the album cover on it and call it a day because I love the album cover so much. Um, and then, of course, baby tees. I want all the baby tees. I want all the crop tops. Uh, all of that is needed. I need it. <laughs> no, I, I think, I mean, I feel like with all of her albums, this one has the most creativity to go with merch it has a such a look such a like I mean even what she was wearing 2014 like the street style was so like chic and just really had a specific look to it so I'm like I mean this really lends itself to like being a completely like super fashionable super good looking merch I also saw on Twitter yesterday that Taylor may have trademarked swiftness yes i did see that that just gave me chills when you when you said that (laughs) um yeah i saw that i and it's like for i think the trademark underneath it it was like for notebooks or like something like uh stationary something like that and so my immediate thought and i think everyone was kind of saying this of like there's going to be like a christmas um merch drop i want to maybe believe maybe because i want it so bad but like i think having like a 1989 themed like era themed christmas merch would be so cute like swiftness is very 1989 so um that would be really cute or if they're just trying to bring the term back make it a little bit more trendy now um and take it away from the um era itself but i think that's so cool i love that (laughs) no i am such a swifty and also fan of christmas like i love it so I would love any of that, but I just had a thought, and I don't even know if it makes sense because I just haven't had, <laughs> haven't had time to think it through. But um, I want her to re-record her Christmas album. Yeah. And like, if she were to rename it Swiftness instead of like, you know, the holiday collection, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I just I love that album. Yeah. It's so fun, and I just want her to record uh, it. Me too. I would love that so much. We've been asking for that for years. <laughs> we the lot last Christmas. We were like, oh my god, she's gonna release it. <laughs> I mean, I would love just Swiftness merch, like you were saying. Like, seriously, I would buy yes. it. it. I don't even know what it would need to yeah. be, but Swiftness is just so fun that I would just be like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm going to yeah. get it. Like, it didn't matter what it is. Yeah. Even if it's just, like, stickers. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. So, 1989 release day, you have plans? So, my plan as of right now is I'm going to go to L.A. to see my Thea. I think it's very nostalgic to be with her and be around you know the people who were with me during that era um also my high school best friend lives out in LA so she's gonna be with um and we went through that era together personally and so I think it's very fitting um but yeah I'm just gonna be in LA um a cheaper version of New York for me since it's just a six hour (laughs) drive away um and be at the beach, frolic a little bit, maybe recreate some of her cover photos and 
call it a day. Um, but yeah, I'm also decorating my house, even though I won't be here, but I'm going to put up some <laughs> decorations just to be festive. <laughs> yeah, that is core Swiftyism. That's just, <laughs> that, it makes sense. It exactly. does. Okay, so before our rapid fire, which again, does not have to be rapid, <laughs> no pressure, remind people where they can find you online. So my Instagram is 1989.mp3. Um, I post there almost daily. And then my Twitter is those 89 curls. And then my TikTok is Alexis13. Post there almost daily, unless I am tired of social media that day and need a break. But those are my those are my socials. Do you still use Tumblr? Yes. So sometimes I do like occasionally wander on there and post on it. I posted the other day. I think of, uh, I can't remember, maybe the... Uh, what did I post on? I don't even remember. I frolic on there sometimes. Um, and they have really cute edits. Um, sometimes when like you're in need of a Twitter header or anything like a wallpaper. So they have really cute edits on there that I see often. But yeah, occasionally I do. (laughs) Am I mistaken or did Taylor follow you on Tumblr? Yeah. So that's also what happened in the 1999 era. Um, two days before Christmas, um, in 2014, she followed me on Tumblr. Oh, that's super sweet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Okay. Rapid fire. Oh, speaking of Tumblr, my first question (laughs) is favorite Taylor Tumblr interaction besides her following you. Okay. So yes, that one was, was very, very, um, insane. Um, I think honestly, she didn't like a ton of my posts during the 1989 era, but there was one time where she liked a post of mine when um, we found out that Lover or that album was coming out. We didn't know the title yet. And I posted something that said like, oh, I'm tired of um, being in my like dark, gloomy era. Like, thank goodness I get to go back to like my glittery princess roots or something like that. And it was it was way better spelled out than that. But it was a really good <laughs> post and I was very proud of the um joke so (laughs) she liked that one which I thought was really cute (laughs) that's super cute and I totally get that I'm such a reputation like sound like I just love those songs that are just like yeah and like super intense Mm -hmm. but I'm also just at heart just such a like hopeless romantic type girl so I'm like relate to that (laughs) all right favorite vinyl back cover from 1989 oh my goodness hold on I have them on my on my wall um I think the one where she's like balancing on that uh, like branch. I think that one's my favorite. Yeah, I love that. I love her outfit. Yes. Yeah. Very, very like midnightsy kind of with like the stripes. Like very. Yeah. Really like it. All right. This has been uh, at least a Twitter war, if not, you know, <laughs> Instagram, Tumblr, whatever. Yeah. 1989, is it blue or beige? Oh, Um, I'm sorry, but everyone who thinks it's blue is entirely incorrect. It is beige. (laughs) I have been a beige truther from the beginning. I was like, I, it it was, it was until Taylor Nation came out with like the eras and like doing the whole eras tour and stuff like that, like that they claimed it as blue. And I'm like, y'all are insane. If you think that 1989 is blue, I think now it is obviously with the Mm re-recording, but no, the original is beige. I can't, I can't explain. No, I agree. I mean, the Polaroid is beige. Yes. (laughs) I don't like it. If you like color copy anything from the 1989 original cover, I mean, maybe you get like a hint of purple with the way the film makes the um, sweater look, but there is no blue on that cover. 
Um, the only thing that's actually blue is like in real life, her sweater that she was wearing. But I mean, it doesn't even look blue in the Polaroid. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I don't know why. I'm not like completely opposed to people who are like, oh, it's blue. Because I'm like, for some reason I can see it, but logically it does not make sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. Logically, my brain is confused. <laughs> I like how they did the 1989 part on the new cover beige. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, you get to please everybody yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, next question. What is your favorite 1989 world tour performance? Oh, Wildest Dreams and Enchanted Mashup. I love that that mashup so, so, so much. I listen to it on YouTube in my free time. Like, that is the best mashup she has ever, ever, ever done. I love it so much. That's my favorite performance by far. I love um, that it's kind of trending on at least Instagram with like Swifties looking back on the memories yeah. or whatever. Probably on TikTok too, but I'm not on TikTok, <laughs> so like everything's trending on Instagram in my mind. Yeah. Um, but I just, I love it because it's just like so still and just so like... <sighs> Uh, and it tests her lower range, which is like... Yes, I love it. Love that. Love it. And I can't remember if you answered this or not, but have it written down. Which vault track are you claiming? I am going to claim the Is It Over Now, the last track. I told, I said on Instagram, I was like, well, on the regular edition of 1989, my favorite song is the last song, which is clean. So I'm just going to claim the last song. Um, and when I read it, like when it was released on Google, I was like, oh, that's the one. That's the one. The question mark got me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that it's like um, question mark and exclamation point yeah. and like quotation marks yeah. and all that. I'm like, this. you're having fun stylizing yeah. these songs. I love it. I love it so much. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on and talking about your favorite album. And I uh, hope you have a really good release day. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We made my favorite album I've ever made. I'm calling it a pop record. This album is called 1989.